0: much time do you want for your
1: progress? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. here we are again on this beautiful first week of the fall equinox. Today is Friday, September 24th. Dr. Hayes, will you greet the people?
0: Greetings, Dr. Cooper. And uh, it's great to be here. Good to be alive one more day.
1: Cheers to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Salute. Whatever you want to say. Uh, To honor this day and this season of change, Um, September, Uh, it's amazing where we are. Um, This year is almost gone, 2021. We're in the last quarter of this challenging year, and it seems as if time is not standing still, but we are going back in time. I don't know if you um, saw the CBS Morning News, Sunday Morning News this past week with Ted Koppel. And um, he did a story about the return to Mayberry. And, uh, you know, Mayberry was that fictitious place where we had Barney Fife, Andy Griffin, Opie, Aunt B. All of those nostalgic moments. And uh, believe it or not, the irony of it is that although Mayberry was fictitious, uh, everybody is dead that played on that show except for Barney Fife's girlfriend and uh, I can't remember her name, and Opie, uh, Ron Howard. Um, but what was what's so interesting is this correlation to this nostalgia of wanting to go back to those good old days, that there are correlations between... Those who love the Andrew Griffith Show or long for Mayberry and the support of the past administration of this country. I don't know if it's ironic, but um, symbolically, Mayberry speaks, or this return to Mayberry speaks to folks who want to uh, go back in time, and uh, instead of seeing today and understanding, I think it was Haggai who said that the latter days, for those who remembered the former glory of the temple, uh, that, that it doesn't make any difference. That the, the temple that Solomon built was beautiful, but it's not going to, it's going to pale in comparison to the beautiful new temple that is futuristic. You know, that the latter days will be greater than the former days. Come on, Dr. Hayes, what, what do you say? Uh, to this idea of nostalgia and wanting to go back to the way that it was. And we're standing in this great tension, actually, in reimagining spaces that we have historically called church buildings. And I say that loosely because uh, we have occupied worship in spirit and in truth from our own vine and fig tree, our couches, Our dining room table, some have even worshipped in their bed in this virtual reality. (laughs) Nostalgia, wanting to hurry up and go back to what it was, will never be. Now let's talk.
0: Well, uh, people don't really, they think in their mind because they only remember the good parts. And those are the ones, those are the parts and the pieces that they miss. And they, rather than a, than a reversal, they just want to reclaim some of those things and incorporate them into their present life so that they can feel that sense of comfort and joy. That's what they remember. But very few people, if they had to actually go back to the way things were, they wouldn't like it because they have become accustomed to some new inventions, some new uh, things that make their life more comfortable. Some of the ways in which their lives have been improved, they don't want to give that up. Um, and we may long for a simpler life, but you don't want a life of inconvenience. And so I think in terms of what's happening with going back to church is going to be that very same thing. They, they want to go they want to have some of the comfort, the level of camaraderie and community that they used to have but they really aren't going to want to let go of the conveniences that have come with this new paradigm. Uh, as you stated they wouldn't have to get up and get dressed. You know they wouldn't have to fix themselves up and uh they wouldn't have to leave home they wouldn't have to get in their cars and burn gas they 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 wouldn't have to worry about uh, the the roast in the oven. they could watch the roast while they were on church so it's a it's a give and take, and some things you'll be able to reclaim some things you won't. Some things you'll be willing to give up, some things you won't. So we're actually in reaching for the good old days. You're really just reaching for the future because that's really all we have. You can't go back. The past is in the past. Today is just today. And tomorrow is all we have to look forward to. Uh,
1: wonderful. I am... Um... I think it's so important. It's a good thing to, to have those, um, a sentimentality for the past, uh, especially as nostalgia is actually defined as those times where a person may have experienced great happiness, that it's associated with maybe a, a period or place where there's great sentimentality. Um, you know, we, we often see this nostalgia played out in terms of our high school reunions, our college reunions. Maybe if we're in fraternities and sororities gathering together with our line sisters or brothers or, you know, um, rehashing with those who can remember back in the day. And even, even there is this level of nostalgia with um, fashion. You know, we're seeing now uh, that that period of of clothing from the late '80s, early '90s, as as now in fashion, and here we are in 2021. It doesn't seem like 20, 30 years ago would be that, those moments of nostalgia. Because for me, you know, at, at the age of 52, it's like wow, the '80s was something to be nostalgia over. You know, to to revisit, even in terms of fashion. Um, and I think that sometimes we see those who get stuck in a particular era who who have difficulties pivoting. And unfortunately, I happen to believe that perhaps that's when those with issues of anxiety or woefulness or heavily laden with regrets uh, start reminiscing and forgetting the opportunity of being fully present in the time and space in which we're living. And so it it is um nostalgia remembering back in the day, those good old days and how now it has become uh, I don't want us to forget the past uh because it is it is important uh to know our history and and to tell those stories but to not uh long for those days when I was twenty or I was thirty or I was forty uh it It's important to just be right here where we are um It's almost like a good bottle of wine. It gets better with time and uh and I think we we this this return to mayberry idea that offered. Those who were wanting to make America great again or to go back to the antebellum era or maybe even the Victorian era. I don't know how far back folks want to go, but we ain't going back to slavery. We can nix that. Uh, even seeing the people, the the border patrollers with the whips, that just gave a visceral reaction in my soul. I'm ready for the revolution, Dr. Hayes. I want to go down there and fight the power. I don't have no better sense. I'm like, what? The? Mm-mm. Y'all better take that whip someplace else. I promise you, you know, before I be a slave, that was a visceral reaction as a black woman in this country to see a Uh, this less melanated man on a horseback with the whip and those African diaspora citizens of of the free nation of Haiti who was free from the 1700s after they defeated the French? Are you kidding me? When slavery was still long and going hard in America, to see that in 2021, I wish you would. Come talk to me, doc.
0: Well, the good thing about it, the good thing about these reemergent events, um, is that now everything is caught on camera and, uh, you, your nostalgia is really only going to last a moment (laughs) before somebody, uh, knows what's going on and puts a, puts an ultimate stop to it. Um, and you know, it, uh. It calls attention uh, to these issues in a way that back in the day, uh, you there, things were going on a long, long time that uh, the general public didn't know anything about or the world or the country uh, might have been unaware of. But I think every time that one of those things uh, reemerge, we're reminded Of the painful past. And as you have just stated, uh, we make a resolve in our own hearts and minds that never again. We're not about to go back to that. Uh, been there, done that, and won't do it again. And so this is, this is, this is the difference between then and now, is that we catch a glimpse of these things. And we reestablish our resolve to never let it happen again. And that's uh, one of the reasons why they're going through this uh, uh, investigation of January the 6th, because one of the things they continue to say is that we want to see why it happened so we can make sure it doesn't happen again. And so the more we uncover the why's, of what has happened, uh, the more likely we are to find solutions and to find even greater resolve to make sure that it doesn't happen again.
1: So as you're talking, and, you know, for me, um, I, I consider a lot in terms of even looking at ancient texts, scriptures, or... Uh, classical literature, um, understanding uh, Greek mythology. Um, I'm wondering why do we even need to understand this Old Testament literature in a New Testament reality, or or post New Testament post resurrection. Why do we have to go back to ancient writings? Because to me, that's also part of nostalgia. Um, Is it, as you were saying with the January 6th thing, is it for us to understand so it won't happen again? Do we need to know, I mean, the crucifixion, we relive this crucifixion every year uh, through Holy Week uh, and, and we get Jesus up out the grave at Easter. Why do we have to keep revisiting? It's the same old story. Uh, so we God can't the bury same our
0: history. We can't bury that history, and that's one of the things that people are saying now: is that it, it, you can't bury the history; you have to own it. Uh, but the issue becomes: can we learn from it? And that's where you get to the piece about never again. So, yeah, we 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 have to study the Old Testament so that we can see the error of our ancestors' ways. Um, And so we can work on making sure that we don't end up where they ended up. Um, And then the crucifixion, we have to be reminded of how how political it was for Jesus to preach a revolutionary message because it upsets the status quo. And uh, it's important for uh, do-gooders and, and people who, who have a better uh, approach to life or have ideas of community to remember that the, that other spirit is still loose in the world. Um, and that we cannot combat that spirit by becoming like them. We have to continue to keep the revolutionary going. And uh, so those voices that were part of the revolution, we have to keep hearing them. And those who were part of the degradation, we have to never forget. Uh, And so there's a place for all of these things in our consciousness. It just depends on what kind of people we are, want to be, where we will come down and who we will align with and what will resonate in our spirit.
1: Yeah. It's a lot to think about. um, That is for sure. Sure. Uh, and when we know better, we do better. And the only way that we can ever improve is to perhaps, maybe, maybe the better word is not nostalgia or return to Mayberry. It is looking at the scaffolding, what is fo- fo- foundational to um, how we are where we are, because each successive generations built upon the the. Next generation, if that makes sense. And so Mm -hmm. it's really profound. It's almost understanding legacy and uh, a succession plan and Mm -hmm. how do we want to leave our mark in the world? How will we, in those nostalgic moments of the future, how are we going to be conjured up in someone's memories? Are we going to be a person who caused strife? or turmoil, or as you said, are we going to be a part of a revolutionary movement that every time someone mentions good in this earth, someone will remember or resurrect our spiritual essence, our good energy. That is life eternal. As long as somebody can remember something that is a force of good, uh, that is so powerful, Doctor Hayes. Maybe that's the nostalgia that we have, that we long for. We want to remember the good.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was working a, a little bit on a sermon I was about to give, and um, I was I was focusing heavily on the word "remember" mm. mm-hmm. and what it means to remember. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to give it away <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give it away but remembering is vitally important to our becoming and every day we are becoming more and more of who we want to be mm-hmm. and as we remember those who have gone before us it helps us in that struggle to become better and better and better. When we think of the important people in our lives, the people who contributed to our growth and the people who have become major in our consciousness, you, you were talking the other day about Sojourner Truth and how you really never knew her, but you, but you know about her. And some of the things she did and said resonate with who you are. Mm-hmm. And so in a, in a very uh, important way, she's contributing to the person that you are becoming. And so we always have to face life in that awareness that what we say and what we do is impacting someone else's life and someone else's evolution so that we don't want to overlook or understate or take for granted what our very life contributes to life itself. And as you say, it's it's the flow. It's the flow of, of that life force that each of us tap into. And we draw from the springs of life the water, the refreshing that we need to move forward. I don't know about you, but I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. And onward as I go, I will look to the Lord, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. I didn't mean to try to preach, Dr. Cooper, but there it is.
1: I hear you i um as you were as you were talking, you had used this phrase better and better, and my mind went to and it's okay to press on the upper way and and uh keep on moving towards that future that is us uh whatever that that is, but i have uh, I had the privilege of um, uh, really uh connecting at a soul level with this person that I call Unk, um, and uh, we've been knowing each other for a long time, um, but he's just one of the most amazing people that I know, and um, he's a sage, a muse, moose, muse, you know. I, I, I get wisdom from him just sitting at his feet, and often his phrase is, I'm, I'm better and better, And that is so beautiful if I say, how you doing? Getting better and better. And and that is huge in so many ways because it it helps us to not atrophy. If we think we are already there at our apex in the past, we can't get better or better. We can't improve. We have reached the, the climax of life. And, and we stop moving forward. We stop pressing on. We stop trying to improve ourselves. And so uh, I, I love it. I, I love this conversation in the ways in which uh, our remembering, our, our consciousness, that energy that we are in this world uh, should be a force That allows us to live in this space of improvement, mind, body, and soul. I'm not what I (laughs) used to be. Hey.
0: (laughs) Go on and break off a piece. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm striving
1: (laughs) to be what I
0: could be.
1: (laughs) I love the fact that there was a story. About the oldest park ranger, and I can't think of her name. I'll find it out real quick. But she became a park ranger at the age, I think, of eighty-four, and uh, she's a hundred years old now. And uh, of course, she's a she's a Betty Reed Soskin. That's her name, uh, Betty Reed Soskin. She's a hundred years old, and and she became a park ranger. I believe, if I remember the story right. She became a park ranger at the age of eighty-four. Doctor Hayes, wow. this is a big deal.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it just it just um, just reminds me uh, of, of so much. I mean, she her story is incredible, and so yeah, she became a and she joined the park service in a temporary position at the age of eighty-four and became a park ranger four years later in 2004, and she's 100 years old. So, ain't no retirement. Ain't no such thing as, I'm too old to do this. Folks need to take that someplace else. That's that's living in a nostalgia that's not ours. That's living in (laughs) a narrative that's not ours. Who said you could sit down because of your age? That is such ageism. And the older that I get, the more I realize, "Mm mm-mm. This, this is my good years. Are you kidding me? Because <laughs> it's the it's the time where you get better and better. And you don't have to unapologetically ask anybody anything. You just do. And dare somebody to say, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I can't be no sure. Got to keep on moving. And we remember. What no. say you as we end this conversation today?
0: That's a, That's what life is. Movement. So we have to keep it moving uh, because uh, the world is depending on those of us who are seekers of truth and those who want to be in tandem with the spirit that moves. Um, So many people have clung to dead things. But I'm determined to stay hooked in, tied in, plugged into life, because that's movement. And we can never be happy in one place, can't be satisfied with status quo. We have to always reach for that, as you say, that next thing that's coming our way. Keep looking back, you're going to get hit in the face with the future, whether whether you like it or not. So you might as well be in (laughs) sync. Might as well, as they say, go with the flow. (laughs) Because it is going to flow.
1: I love it. But it is our
0: choice, you know, to go with the stream of life. And I choose life.
1: Amen. And on that note, I love it. You just gave us the title of this podcast today. If you keep looking back, you're going to get hit in the head with the future. Hallelujah. Thank you. I love it. And (laughs) on that note, (laughs) let's end it.
0: It has been a privilege,
1: a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.